Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. Welcome to the Principles of Success, interviewing the experts, book review, The Five Thieves of Happiness. Now this is going to be an interesting review, because normally when you review a book, you really like the book. I hated this book. This book is freaking annoying. It's a useful book, which is why we're talking about it, but the author I did not like at all for various reasons, but mainly because he liked to spout a bunch of political dogma that I disagreed with. So, The Five Thieves of Happiness basically kind of lumps all the different world traditions of wickedness together, and the reason why all these world religions have themes of wickedness, like for instance, The Seven Deadly Sins, is because they make you unhappy, and he kind of just groups all of them into one thing, names them into more modern phrasing, and goes with that. But it's hard to be happy if you have things making it harder to be happy than it should be already. So that's what The Five Thieves of Happiness is about. And the first thing to talk about with The Five Thieves is if they're in your house, you've got to get rid of them. You don't want to open up the door and just wait and see what they do to your house. So the five thieves are control, conceit, coveting, consumption, and comfort. So control. You have to accept that life is difficult. You can't just have it easy. You can't have it your way all the time. Life is difficult and things are going to go awry. Let go of the past and let go of the future. You can't change the past and you can't control the future. So quit trying to control both of those. And to get rid of the five thieves of happiness, you need to notice, you need to stop, and you need to replace. This goes into the habit loop, which is part of um, another book, which we'll talk about pretty soon, actually. Um, either I'm not planning on it in the next couple of weeks, but next semester. By the way, I decided to continue the podcast. I don't know if I've mentioned that yet or not. Next is, um, or the last thing for control. Happiness is not the outcome. You have to, back to what we were talking about earlier this week, you have to be choose to be happy. What you get does not make you happy. Next, the next thief of um, happiness is conceit slash ego. It's your ego. It is the um, narcissistic side of you, the self-absorbed side of you. When you focus on others or a higher purpose, you are happier. That is just an empirical fact. When you focus on others and or have a purpose, you're happier. When you focus on yourself, you're more miserable. The thing about this one is it's really useful to... The best trick to beat it is to remember that you are an eternal being. Now, he tries to do some modern age mumbo-jumbo stuff, but it's... a far as I'm concerned, it's a whole lot easier to just um, say that you're an eternal heavenly being and life has a purpose than it is to go through the mental gymnastics that he went through. 
And in fact, I don't even remember all the mental gymnastics that he went through to get to that point. But when you remember that you are eternal and that this life is just a blink of the eye in the grand scheme of things, it's a whole lot easier to remember that yourself in this life doesn't matter that much. It's not super important that you get that control and all the other stuff. It's just try to be happy and remember that this is only a brief moment in eternity. And also remember, human beings are the only creatures who can create. There's plenty of intelligent life out there in the world, but human beings are the only th beings that invent stuff. And we invent a lot of crap, and that's how we dominated the world, is by creating things, figuring things out, and creating more things. So, just being a human being is special. And he doesn't talk about this, but it's also useful for getting rid of this ego thief of happiness. To just remember that you have a Heavenly Father that loves you, and loves you specifically, not just people. He loves you, John, specifically. The next thief of happiness is coveting. And I really liked how, um, actually I'm not entirely sure if it's this book or a different book, but one of the two books between this one and a book I was reading called um, The Prayer Circle talks about how coveting is one of the more unique list of no-nos in the Ten Commandments. Um, I'm pretty sure it's this book, that's why I'm talking about it, but I'm not 100% sure. But coveting is on the big no-no list alongside murdering and stealing. So why is coveting so bad? Envy isn't, some, isn't wanting something. It's wanting something that someone else has. And when you feel like you deserve what somebody else has, it is that much easier to villainize them and rationalize it okay to ruin them to get what you want, essentially. Coveting leads to betrayal. The perfect example of this is the story of Snow White. Mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the prettiest of them all? The, for the longest time, the mirror said that the queen was the prettiest. At one point, it said that Snow White was now the prettiest. The queen was not very happy. She was still probably one of the most prettiest women in the world, but she was upset because she wasn't the prettiest. And when you're busy comparing yourself to others, you are more miserable. Not, he didn't talk about it in this book, but another book on um, emotions. They point out that successful, happy people don't compare themselves to others. And the theory was that, um, that the miserable people they showed compared themselves to more successful people. And they beat themselves up like that. So the theory was that happy people compared themselves to the losers of society and got favorable outlook from that. But in actuality, happy people just didn't compare themselves to others because it is a thief of happiness. Coveting and comparing yourself to others is a thief of happiness. So cut it out. The next thief of happiness is consumption. This goes back, this one falls very heavily on what we talked about Wednesday, but you have to decide to be happy. Buying things does not make you happy. The I'll be happy when mentality is all about consumption. I'll, when I get that next thing, then I'll be happy. That next job, that next um, girl, that next video game, that next client, all of those are 
about consumption. And when you put your happiness dependent on something in the future of you acquiring it, that falls into the thing of consumption. And consumption does not make you happy. We've tried that experiment, and it is very well proven that stuff and things and achieving goals does not make you happy. Now, having having goals makes you happy, and we'll talk about that more in one of the next happiness episodes, but achieving the goals does not make you happy. In fact, um, you'll hear quite often when people achieve their goals, they'll be like, this is it? This is what I worked so hard for? Because the goal, achieving the goal does not make you happy. Having the goal is what makes you happy. So by consuming and thinking that you'll be happy when, you're conditioning your brain to not be happy now. And you need to be happy now. And then the last leaf of happiness is comfort. This includes bad habits, um, old coping techniques that you used when you were a kid that aren't as useful for you nowadays, not wanting to reach and stretch yourself. Um, it's very comfortable sitting on that couch watching TV. You will be happier when you work out, but it's very comfortable sitting on that couch. And if you have made a commitment to work out and you're sitting on that couch, you're going to beat yourself up later and that's really going to make you unhappy. That goes back to the one of control, but I digress. Anyway, that is the five thieves of happiness. And I know I didn't do the best job on this one. I apologize. I could feel it not being the best, but I hope you enjoyed. I hope you got value out of it. Keep track of these five thieves of happiness. Again, it is control, trying to force your will on life. Um, conceit, which is ego. You're focusing too much on yourself. Coveting, want, wanting something that someone else has. Consumption, trying to get things. And comfort, not wanting to push yourself and change things up because it's easy. With that, I'll see you all next week.